We don't have much time. There's a comet coming this summer. Its energy will give the firebenders unbelievable strength. They'll be unstoppable. But there is hope. Before the comet comes, we have a window of opportunity. A solar eclipse is coming. The sun will be entirely blocked out by the moon, and the firebenders will be helpless. What are you suggesting, Sucker? That's the day we need to invade the Fire Nation. The day of Black Sun. I don't know. That would require moving troops out of Ba Sing Se. We'd be completely vulnerable. You're already vulnerable. The Fire Nation won't stop until Ba Sing Se falls. You can either sit back and wait for that to happen, or take the offensive and give yourself a fighting chance. Flamio, Welcome to the Ember Island podcast, the show where two fans of Avatar The Last Airbender talk about every single episode. I'm Leslie. And I'm Barbara. And today we'll be talking about the penultimate episode prior to the season finale. This is book two, chapter 18, The Earth King. Da, da, da. Yay. So before we begin... Want to talk about spoilers and how we will spoil everything and anything that we want because we don't care? Okay, so if you haven't somehow watched Avatar of the Last Airbender by now, why are you still listening to us? One, two, go and watch it. It is a fantastic series that that ended over 10 years ago. You have had a decade to, to watch this over and over and over again. With that, we are assuming you have seen every episode of Avatar to come. So, heavy spoilers ahead. We will talk about things that definitely happen later, but also things that, that, that have happened previously. Not just things that are, that are happening this episode. Spoilers ahead. Awesome. So, uh, for those of you who don't know, this is the episode where the gang tries to convince the Earth King about bossing Sei's corruption and the war against the Fire Nation while Zuko gets sick after doing a good deed by freeing Appa in the last episode. So how do you feel about this episode on the whole, Babs? This is the worst episode of this book. I, I you know, I have to agree with you. <laughs> I was worried that you weren't going to agree with me there, but yeah. No, I didn't realize how... This is my least favorite. Yeah, how just transition-y this is. Mm -hmm. Every other episode feels like someone took so much care to craft it. Someone was really trying so hard to 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 just tell this piece of piece of history, piece of a story. And and like this one feels like a kind of like escalator of okay, we got to go. We yeah, got to get there. Come it's on. One of those, yeah, like it's one of those weird episodes for me where it feels like nothing and everything happened at the same time. Yeah, like and not in a good way. Like I, I think there were lots of things that were rushed, um, lots of things that were uh, some things that were cool, but I wish it was in a stronger episode. Okay, <laughs> yeah, and it's like on the whole, I don't think this is not nowhere near as bad as um. Like you know, great divide. Oh, and no, 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 no. This is a fine episode, but by book two standards, especially, and by Avatar standards, it's definitely one of the weaker ones for me. Like, I'm, yeah, um, yeah, definitely not. It is. It is not the worst episode. It is definitely the the worst in this book. 
which, yeah, I, which I, yeah. is not that hard because every other episode is just stellar. Yes, like book really two great. is fantastic. It's my favorite season personally. So I yeah. mean, there had to be a weak link at some point, and I think this was it for me. Yeah, I think I think book two is really the best that Avatar has to offer. Which, like, not saying book three is bad, but just book two is that building point of like getting everyone to where their character is. There's so many good moments, blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. But but a good episode thing for sorry for a episode to be good things don't have to happen no yeah i mean i'm thinking of like the rebuttal for this most people say that avatar day is their least favorite in book two i think and avatar i humbly day disagree builds with that. the characters like i think it's fun you learn a lot about um kiyoshi specifically and uh it's a good world building thing and you know what it's freaking hilarious i think that episode's really funny that was great <laughs> so yeah it's like it's boiled in oil <laughs> so yeah but we'll get into it so we start this episode off with um the gang so happy that they've reunited with appa finally the audience is just as happy as they are Aang is just hugging him. It is just adorable. It's oh, so sweet. And then they realize, hey, we have Appa, which means uh, the Dai Li and stuff. And uh, can't do crap. And, yeah, they have nothing to blackmail us with. So fuck it. Let's just storm the castle, <laughs> says Sokka. To which Toph yeah. responds with, I've had enough. I've seen enough of Bossing say, and I can't even see. <laughs> okay. Sokka's, Sokka's great here. Sokka wants to go to the Earth King. Um, um, they need they need the Earth King support. This is kind yep. of a plot point we've kind of forgotten about for for kind of the past few episodes while we've been trying to find Appa. Yeah. Um, Sokka has a good feeling about this, um, <laughs> which he has for the entire episode. And you know, like <laughs> this positive attitude Sokka is here. I love Sokka the positive Sokka. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, he got rid of Sokka Katara, the Cynic for the day. Yeah, <laughs> Katara just wants to desert the blaze. She, yeah, she, she's like, we have been here for <laughs> for so long. long. We are a hour away, and you want to go back? <laughs> uh, like, let's bail. Toph agrees with her. Aang is like, well, it's kind of my civic duty to let the peeps know. Yeah. So I guess we better go storm uh, the castle. So. Also, I love how Toph does not trust Positive Sokka. No, yeah. <laughs> Long thing brainwashed you, didn't he? <laughs> uh, okay. So apparently, even though there's four of them and they're split in terms of what they should do, I guess Aang's vote outranks everybody else because he's the Avatar. So they're going to go storm the castle. Well, well, well he, he controls Appa. Do you want to wait here? Do you want to come with? Yeah, that and... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so they fly bareback. Let's to fly. The... Which yeah. Is <laughs> so epic. Part of this so dumb. It was so dumb. <laughs> that was Katara who said that, right? Didn't yes. She... Yeah. Right Just, to like, the camera. Her head to the camera. <laughs> <laughs> Let's fly. And then so they cut. To... Yeah. So dumb. So they cut to them riding bareback on Appa. Toph is terrified. I'd be up. Ab- I'd be absolutely terrified. Okay, um, Toph, Toph can't see. Yeah. So, and Guys. now the fact she has to hold on for dear life, that's terrifying. <laughs> uh, also, I love the saddle continuity. 
a lot they of did. shows would have forgetting that. about they would have forgotten that yeah <laughs> or like oh we just found this giant saddle mm-hmm. yeah they, they keep it I'm like good for you y'all um yeah. yeah so we get to the uh king the, the castle the king palace king, sure the palace we get to the palace we get a Cool opening action scene. I'll give this episode that much. Um, I don't. It's weird. I didn't remember most of what happened in this episode because I don't rewatch this one a lot. But um, I do remember this action scene being the action scene was so good. Yeah, it's the episode. I I know. Like this is the highlight of the episode for me personally. Like oh yeah, absolutely. It's super fluid. Um, you get some really cool moves. Like that's the thing. The fact that they keep one upping themselves with all these action sequences throughout this show. And you keep seeing moves that uh, you think are the coolest thing ever only to watch the next episode. And then you see a move that trumps that one. You're just like, oh, shoot. Okay. I'm not with only, you. Not only that, but it but it shows how these are all masters of their craft. Where yeah. They are, they, they are fighting against hundreds of, of heavily trained soldiers that that have nothing else to do but just train all day and they are going through them like dominoes yeah and, and it's <laughs> with actual awesome. dominoes yeah with actual so cool. dominoes at points uh-huh. um Toph creates or turns like the steps leading up to the palace into, into a like a yeah into the slide slash elevator ramp which is super cool um guitar does this slick uh water whip move where she like rides off a ramp and then like water rips everybody in the air and then like lands with like the finesse of a swan (laughs) Uh, um earlier ang literally just like gives a soldier the hand and just causes like 30 of them to just like fly (laughs) off yeah (laughs) it's sick and it's so cool because no one dies yeah no one dies although they apologize deeply profusely profusely yeah (laughs) for any injuries they may have cost like they're just like on the elevator (laughs) these people are just like sliding off and these are some really steep stairs sorry sorry (laughs) and those stairs are steep so you know they didn't make it out of there without getting some bruises (laughs) so they get inside the palace uh this is all pretty easy for them at this point uh Sokka goes through some wrong doors and then Sokka tries to kick down the <laughs> Oh no, before that Sokka opens up the wrong door this like, this like woman's there, she yells burglar and then just falls to the ground Yeah Because <laughs> that great. helps um, I don't know, I, like, don't I just found that the funniest thing <laughs> Yeah yep. And then Sokka tries to go kick down the door leaning into the throne room <laughs> and it's pretty hilarious it's um him looking there's like this epic comic book style background in the back while he's trying to kick it open and then like <laughs> nothing happens <laughs> he tried yeah uh, ang comes over ang actually breaks down the door and then yeah. they all and then they all go in mm-hmm. oh also i liked the drums in this sequence too i thought uh the score in the back sounded oh, good yeah. as well um, so, it yeah. was very peppy like it kept you up mm-hmm. like they were just booking it like you can tell these people give like no shits at this point it's like we got appa so whatever yeah. so they get in we meet the earth king 
With his tiny uh, little glasses. I know, yeah. Like, Tylo baby glasses. The purpose of the, like, can you actually see anything with those? <laughs> I don't know, fashion. I, I guess. Like, I don't think yeah. that he's supposed to read. Yeah. <laughs> um, so they decide to stand down in order to show the Earth King that they're friendly and they mean well. Um, which, which, to be honest, the Earth, the Earth King did talk a lot of sense there. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Cool. Yep. So, yeah, and the whole time we got Long Fang over here. Just whispering in his ear the whole Doing time. Doing some, like, silver tongue bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> like, it is like, this is, th- th- this is like Lord of the Rings or something. He is like the king of Rohan, just, like, whispering into his ear, hey, I'm Wormtongue. I'm so super good guy. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> like, that seems so legit. <laughs> yeah, I'm just telling you things right to your ear. I'm not. Mm-hmm. I'm not evil. No, of course not. <laughs> so, um... I'm not, I'm not, like, secretly Jafar. It's fine. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I think he, he's, like, overly milking it at points. Like, I think he calls the gang members of an anarchist cell at one point. Uh, um, I... <laughs> uh, let me get the... Let me get the quote. I... I wrote that down. Um... <laughs> Shoot, I will find that in a minute. Uh, oh yes, a anarchist cell. Yeah, they are like a young rebels part of a anarchist <laughs> cell that they have been tracking for yeah. a while now. It's like what? What the like? Okay, I guess. Um, uh, that is oh, like oh. okay. That is like Jet thinking that the Fire Nation are 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 like purpose purposely against him. Rest in peace, right. Jet. But, yeah. <laughs> but like, come on. Excuse me. Yeah, I agree. So, yeah, they're they start arguing with Long Fang. Like, dude, no, you have to believe us because there's like an underground bunker where they're brainwashing people, and then like he also kidnapped my flying bison. And Long Fang's like, I've never even seen a flying bison. To which they proceed to show the bite where up on his leg where up a bit him. Remember in the that episode. Remember yeah. that that happened. Remember, Avatar. Yeah, Av. <laughs> oh my god, Avatar <laughs> knows you. You watch stuff. Yeah, they don't baby you. There was no there. There was no flashback. They just trusted you to actually remember things, mm-hmm. which I like. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so it's like, okay, well, you know, that's a little bit questionable. So I believe you, Aang, and then cut to them like, yeah, woo! But I don't believe all this conspiracy nonsense. It's like, oh, oh uh, sad. Okay. But I can look into it. Okay, 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 okay cool. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. love it. Uh, I, I, I also love during this, like, entire scene where, um, where um, they are all captured by the daily they, they they'll have their hands in those like earth handcuffs oh yeah and then like um when um <laughs> when um the earth king calls on call calls on him and like at first thinks Sokka's the avatar because Sokka's the oldest yeah. um 
um ang like gets out of gets out of the house, oh, no, raises yeah. his hand <laughs> oh, over here Hi. And, he, and, and, and then puts them right back yeah it's like he if he really wanted to he would oh, be yeah. gone mm. this is not real guys <laughs> no <laughs> they've done that a lot because they, they, he did that in like avatar day when he gets arrested <laughs> Yeah, he easily gets out of the stockade. Like, yeah, I'm just kind of going along with this, I guess. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I just love that every single time, because it's the avatars. The avatar, he can do avatar stuff, guys. Also, I am sure Toph could, 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 could also get out too. I mean, Toph is a master. She'll be fine. Uh-huh. <laughs> Katara, Sokka, maybe not. No, yeah. It's Earth. Yep. So uh while they proceed to go show him like Lao Guy, uh, do you want to talk about the uh, uh Zuko being sick hallucination dream yeah, things? Okay, so um so um Zuko has lost the will to live. That is what the and <laughs> that's what the android told us. So he is going to die prettily and and then just give birth <laughs> to two twins. <laughs> That will be brought to two different planets that will never know their siblings until they make out once. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of what this is. Okay, but but um um Zuko has a has a magic personality sickness. That yeah. is that is really okay, so it really reminds me of of this um um south american cuban concept that is magical realism where there's this where 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 there's a mix of reality and then just magical things happening but no one sees them as magical they are just part of everyday life but it's very slim points of it and this is kind of like that for me even though we are in this magic world where like people can people can bend Zuko's having this 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 magical fever of self-discovery where he's gonna crystallize into a like a magical beautiful beautiful butterfly yeah the prince that was promised (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah basically yeah which is which is a little bit out of the Avatar reality, but it's done in such a yeah. way that it doesn't feel strange. So it has that, no. like, magical realism type of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I kind of dig it. This is probably my other favorite part of the episode. Yeah. So the stuff involving, like, the game. With the, yeah, I mean, Zuko. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we like it because it involves Zuko? What? Yeah. No. And it's sick Zuko, which means we can cure him. <laughs> <laughs> I can fix him. Yeah, I can change him. <laughs> oh god. Maybe that oh maybe that is why Katara liked him. Oh man. <laughs> Later on. Oh, when no. she's like, I can fix your face. Your your like ugly, terrible face. Let me fix it for you. <laughs> Could have used it on Jet, who was literally dying, but <laughs> um Yeah, but like that was his ex boyfriend. She, oh she, she wants to look towards the future. You know, oh, yeah, yeah. She is only gonna <laughs> heal heal people that are future boyfriends. 
<laughs> you know. <laughs> Zuko. Of Aang. course. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, that fits too well. Oh, I love it. <laughs> so, yeah, Zuko's sick after doing a good deed. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> maybe that's why most people people don't like giving to charity. It's like, well, it's gonna make me like literally physically sick. It gave me typhoid. I don't know, yeah. guys. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know what it okay. is, like TB or what. But oh, <laughs> he's super you sick. mean pretty, pretty coughing sickness? <laughs> oh my god, yeah. <laughs> I'm dying, but like, let sick. me sing the, the super elaborate song for you. Yeah. Moulin Rouge. Yes. It's like, I think yeah. it takes more energy to sing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. So while he's having pretty cough syndrome, um, we get... Which, which is actually not that funny. They do it really well. Yeah, they do. We're joking about it. But... I actually we like promise. it. We, we like but this. But it's just so funny. We like this part. Don't worry. If it seems like, and if it, and just to prove that we like it, I have taken half a page of notes on the dream sequences alone. So, I mean, always, yeah. Visions. <laughs> this this took up the boat, the bulk of my notes this week. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so we enter, um, creepy symbolic sick dream sequence number one, <laughs> where Zuko is acting as the fire lord he's sitting in the throne room and there's two dragons a red one and a blue one the red one uh played by iroh and the blue one played by azula that are circling around him azula is telling him to go to sleep which is really creepy yeah. and uh iroh's like no don't do it yeah leave and then, leave yeah leave now. Mm -hmm. and then the throne room starts to crumble and then azula is just like sleep just like mother, which is creepy. Just like mother. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a very, a very. Oh yeah, Zuko doesn't have a scar. Yeah, which, a very important yeah. part is that Zuko doesn't have his scar for any of his visions. Yeah, that, let's. That's not something that's part of him. That mm -hmm. is to him right now. That's something external, and they keep on well, glancing at the scar and like. And, and, and like glancing at him and it's separate from his current vision of what he wanted well actually my interpretation of it was that uh the reason why he dreams without like his scar it's like he's still like dead set slash in denial that his father will just welcome him back and everything will just go back to normal before he got his scar yeah exactly so, like, i mean yeah this the scar is his reality and and, and and like not having the scar that is what he saw for himself mm -hmm. and 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 kind of that is what he wants like he wants to go back in time he he wants to like prevent that from happening pre pre prevent that shame but he can't he just has to move forward but like in all of these dreams it is like that never happened because it's like the perfect vision of what his life should have been yeah um so we got that the two dragons so like you got azula who's basically Blue. telling him to give in to like the easy path by making the bad decisions and trying to uh capture the avatar to get his honor back and stuff versus iroh who wants him to like pursue a normal peaceful life that's a little bit harder because that means having to 
move on from his past and stuff and like and all that jazz which he doesn't want to do currently yeah also he is literally really sick right now he is he's having he's having a terrible fever azula telling him to sleep is basically telling him to give up and die basically i mean she says just like mother at the end there too so yeah which and that's cool that's interesting yeah and that's sad too because i also got the vibe that like he feels partially responsible for his mother disappearing because i mean he she did I mean, he was drowsy at the time, but she did say, uh, all the stuff I did, I did it to protect you before she leaves. Yeah, Which, but I... I don't know. That could be some sort of internalized guilt, guilt or whatever. Oh, a little bit absolutely. But I, but, but I also think the way that Azula said it, it, it made it seem like she was the one that ended up killing his mom which which um we know isn't true but i think there is a part of zuko that that feels like fire lord ozai killed his wife killed his killed his mom Mm -hmm. and and like azula is just his hands she is she's so related to him that i think that 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 bit might also be like bleeding into it yeah, I agree with that. And then, um, also interesting, the crumbling of the palace, to me, represented, like, the crumbling of Zuko's sense of self. Like, he's currently struggling to craft, like, this new self now that he's had this conflict after freeing Appa, which is what made him sick in the first place. Mm-hmm. So, and then, oh, I also noticed the red dragon could also represent Roku's dragon, while the blue dragon represents Sozin's dragon. Which could be foreshadowing the whole uh, duology Zuko has as part of um, uh, just due to his grandparents and stuff. Oh, that's a good that that that's a good thing that I that I didn't think of. I like that. Yeah, I was like, where it's uh, two I, I wrote... sides of Zuko. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, it's well, it's literally two sides of Zuko because like one side is the is the side that is that that wants to be someone that Ozai and Azula are proud of someone that can be the fire lord and and then there's someone that that is who Iroh's proud of who ends up being the fire lord later but like with a but but like with that physical deformity with that with that scar so I so I find that really really neat how it how how it's like two different sides of him, but then it's also Sozin and Roku. That's cool, right? I like it. So cool. Like I noticed it like last minute, and I wrote "mind blown" in all caps. It's like, oh shoot! I don't know if they intended that or not, but like it's cool. Yes, they um, did. Yeah, I, I I like to believe they did because they had this planned out from start to finish. Really, um, cool. So then, do you want to just talk about dream sequence number two? Um, before that, um, um, Zuko goes to drink water, so he <laughs> really so he takes any um, way possible. Oh my god! <laughs> he, okay, Iroh is like, stay under the covers. Let me give you this this like ladle of ladle of water. Iroh starts like giving him the water nicely. Zuko Zuko's like, I'm really thirsty, Iroh grab grab grabs the ladle in like the most dramatic fashion drinks the in 
drinks the entire thing and then drags the whole bucket of water over to him and just pours it on himself Mm -hmm. in like the pursuit of drinking like he just like he (laughs) but it's mostly just i'm gonna pour the water on me and 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 then he's like i'm gonna go back to bed now and then this starts dream sequence too (laughs) yay but gotta love angsty water drinking. Uh, it's so stupid. Um, it's so stupid. <laughs> yeah. I love this. I think I, I just wrote what? Oh, oh, wait, <laughs> best part. And then and then he throws the bucket against the wall. Because, like, yeah. Can't not throw things. No. Ever. <laughs> oh my god. Ever. So over the top. <laughs> he just throws everything. I know. Because <laughs> I don't want the world to see me. <laughs> don't want to know what I am. Oh. I love Treasure Planet. Don't oh be God. mean to me. <laughs> I like it too, but still. Goo Goo dolls are angsty as fuck. Yeah. Um, Zuko yeah. really wants to join the Black Parade. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Oh jeez. Okay. So Sorry. we get to dream number two, where he wakes up, goes to the restroom, uh, looks in the mirror. Oh shit! I look like my face crossed with Ang's face. He's Ang. He's Ang. Th- this one was a little bit easier to read into. I was like, okay, yeah, I guess it's just to show how. Zuko and Aang are similar to each other, and maybe he should side with Aang instead of trying to capture him because they have so much in common. <laughs> yeah, also, um, you are trying to kill a person that is just like you, a person, um, kind of like Aang. Aang, the Avatar, also has humanity type of thing. Really, like, giving, like, empathy to it, I feel. Yeah. Agreed. So, um, yeah, that's it for Zuko dream sequences. Yes, but I, but I just love Iroh's magical realism explanation for the whole thing. Right. Uh, Zuko, this, this, this isn't a natural sickness. This is a sickness caused by the, like, conflict of his, uh, of his image of himself, um, at war with his mind and body and that it's going to cause a metamorphosis of him becoming the beautiful prince that he was always meant to be um <laughs> but i but 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 i love the kind of idea of it being his image of himself because mm-hmm. throughout all of these dream sequences zuko sees himself in the dream we totally. are seeing what he sees normally when you dream you you aren't looking at yourself you are living as yourself mm-hmm. so um so um this is th- this is literally him looking at himself looking at how how his like external body is also like re- reflected in his in his in and this internal mind. Yeah. I found that interesting. And again, what's great about this from a continuity standpoint is that up to this point, Zuko is still not comfortable sharing all of this stuff with really anybody. 
even Iroh. So like all the times that you see like this internal conflict, it's, it's usually reflected through like a flashback that somebody else is talking about or like something that he's thinking about, but not necessarily sharing with another person. Yeah. So like here, it's like you, you learn like what kind of turmoil is going on with him today. It's like, oh, let's go into his dream sequences because he's sure as hell not going to tell Iroh what's going on with him. So <laughs> Yeah, that is a really good point. Zuko, until like, until pretty much the beach episode, I think. Or never... honestly, I think next episode, because he starts to open up with Katara a little bit about um, how he yeah. feels and stuff. Which that's kind yeah, of the first time I right. can think of where he actually like learns to open up a little bit. Yeah, no, because even you like are which right, yeah, which is progress. Seen as how okay, so like in book one with the storm episode, it's Iroh Aang tells telling, it. Yeah, Iroh tells it because Zuko's not going to tell it to anybody because he's ashamed of it. Um, versus Ang who does share it because he's a lot more open than Zuko is in general. Yeah. And then, like, you get to book two, where he's going around and meeting, like, refugees and, like, normal, everyday people in the Earth Kingdom. Like, he meets that one girl whose leg was burned or whatever, and she asks how he got his scar, and he just doesn't say anything. Um, yeah, so, I mean, he's trying. Les is already trying. Yeah. Uh, he opens up a little bit with the, the family who fucking suck and Zuko alone (laughs) yeah I mean not too much I mean he's not super personal but like I don't know just the fact that he even shares something like the knife that he got from Iroh with somebody else is a step in the right direction to me still we'll count it (laughs) yeah so he's getting there bless his heart he's getting there (laughs) um Great. So are we done talking about Zuko? And is it time to go back to the not so interesting parts? Yep. Of this episode? Okay. So yeah, um, yeah, basically at the end, Zuko seems fine. Zuko will live, maybe. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I'm on the edge yeah. of my seat. <laughs> yeah, I care so much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm, I am I am just so, so concerned. Because I've never mm. seen this before. No, I've never I've never never in my life. What's gonna happen? Okay, we are going to Lake Laogai, and we are taking a train. Yep, yeah, and everyone's really weirded out that he's on the train. This is when I wrote, oh my gosh, he's a a Disney princess. Uh, The Earth King has, didn't expect the train to be so public. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Also, he's never, never been, out been outside of the palace, not even like the upper ring. No, it's like, geez, which makes sense. There's so many steps. Mm-hmm. That, that's true. I wouldn't want to go up and down the steps all the time either. But that's what palanquins are for. So, I mean, he didn't even need that much. Yeah. But anyway, um, yeah, but he even has an animal sidekick friend, like his pet bear. Yeah. Um, which. Oh, yeah, okay. So, yep, they're on the train, and then they get to Lake Laogai, and then Toph tries to uh, earthbend up the secret passageway that's hidden in the lake. Oh, no, it's been destroyed! To which um, the Earth King's just like, yep, this was a total waste of time. I'm out. Peace. Which, okay, one of my problems with this episode is just how fickle slash 
the Earth King is slash how fast he is to swap sides in terms of who he believes. Like, realistically speaking, I think this is a case where this needed to be extended out for at least another episode, not just cram it on one episode. Because the Earth King, he's never left the palace. He's probably had Long Fang around him for, like, his entire life. So, like, it's probably the only one he's, he's listened to up to this point. And he said himself that Ever. he, yeah, that he trusts him with all his soul, basically. So, like, the fact that he's so quick to turn on what he's, what Long Fang is saying verse to, and decides to listen to a bunch of children, especially, the fact that they're kids on top of that is, I don't really buy it, I guess. It's, it, it happens too quick. It, it's really fast. <laughs> this is his entire world crumbling in front of him he has never been outside he is he, he he is told that his kingdom is constantly under attack that's been under under attack for a hundred years that everyone else knows it except him and that he's been doing nothing this entire mm -hmm. time because the because the people that that were supposed to advise him the people that were supposed to tell him what was up chose not to and yeah. and these are the people that probably raised him that like mm -hmm. probably taught him everything he knows picked out his tiny stupid glasses gave him bosco the bear oh the bear bear just the yep, bear, bear, bear. <laughs> and and yeah i i totally believe you when when you want it to be a like longer because i think that maybe they should have met at the party maybe he should have known that like the avatar was here maybe he wanted to to, to talk to the avatar but the like daily was like oh no don't i like i want him to have some time to really think on this to really see his world to see his world change and like maybe he's maybe he starts looking stuff up himself being mm -hmm less of a like dumb fixture yeah like i'd expect to see at least a little more conflict with what he's hearing and what he's seeing especially after seeing like the drill and stuff like yeah he only he says you know what i really hope that it isn't true it's like yeah, yeah. like yeah and he doesn't feel like remorseful about what he did because like He's probably been around this guy again for years, like years. And just kind of the fact that he's able to break away from it so easily. I, don't, I mean, okay. Yeah. The Sultan in, in Aladdin feels betrayed when it turns out Jafar's evil is really upset about Jafar being, being, being evil how like yells about how like upset he is about it like it is yeah. a real betrayal for him this is mm -hmm. just like oh well arrest him it's weird yeah or even like um because we're on a disney kick uh like rapunzel and gothel or whatever like yeah, she gothel. wants yeah she wants to leave the tower she leaves the tower but then she spends like five minutes <laughs> flipping flopping back and forth between Oh holy shit! I'm like the worst daughter ever, <laughs> and yeah. oh my god, I'm so excited. Which I feel like are accurate <laughs> emotional responses to have when 
you've been raised by a singular person for X amount of time for for that long, basically yeah. brainwashed by that person. So <laughs> totally brainwashed. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's kind of hard to buy into this one, especially. Yeah. So um so uh uh when they were on the train, uh uh the earth the earth king looks out and sees Aang riding Appa. The Earth King really likes animals, it seems, really thinks that would be cool. Um so He's a Disney princess. <laughs> he <yes>. loves animals. <laughs> so um <laughs> So um the gang uses that as like bait to 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 bring him to the outer wall. Um the Earth King says that that no Earth King has ever been to the outer wall, which is weird, right? That's what, that, weird, right? That said, yeah, it's it's a little bit weird. Yeah, like, is that is like is that something long long fang said to like make him not like leave his like rapunzel tower or or is that something real because if you're the earth kingdom king and you've never been outside of your city like none of them have ever that's weird yeah it's a little strange but yeah they get to the outer wall and they see the drill from the previous episode um, uh long fang just lies right through his teeth <laughs> yeah uh-huh um you can't <laughs> trust domestically made drills no yeah you have to import <laughs> but what about the fire nation <laughs> yeah fire nation insignia but um what does he say oh yeah he says yeah surely you don't believe these children instead of your most loyal attendant which yeah why doesn't he that's what i wrote yeah <laughs> Yeah, it's just really hard to buy into it. I mean, yeah, he's believing kids of all people so quickly. It's ridiculous. So, yeah, immediately um, Earth King's like, okay, let's erase, arrest Long Fang. And the two Dai Li who are with him give each other a look for a hot second before arresting them. So, yeah, don't which, know what's going on with that. Uh, yeah, no, Long Fang is super arrested. Mm-hmm. Yep, he, he's gone for good. Yeah, he is long yeah. gone. Long, long thing is long gone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Gotta remember that one. Yeah, so um. they go back. So they go back to the to the like Earth King Palace. And and it's weird because why would they go go back to have this conversation? But anyway, the Earth yeah. King is sitting. He is like, I am I I am not the Earth King. I am King Fool. And I'm like, yeah, you are. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> then, yeah. So then um Sokka like lays down everything. Um magic fire magic fire comets coming. Um needed to use the solar eclipse to to like make to to like make the Fire Nation um helpless. Um this is gonna be the the day of black sun. Um, we have to make them vulnerable. Um, Day of Black Sun, really important, and it's yep. and I, it's I and it's the name of the movie. Name of Day of Black Sun. <laughs> Black Sun. The Day of Black Sun coming soon, December twenty yeah. fifth. Oh. Uh, yeah. Oh, although props to Sokka's public speaking skills, he gave a 
very rousing, encouraging speech there. <laughs> it was also very, very succinct. Mm-hmm. It like he like he gave us everything going on in like about a minute and a half. It's like, okay, yep. great. Mm-hmm. Um why why sit back and let it and let that happen when when we can take the offensive um uh yeah so um the earth kings moved he calls on his council of five um um to um to uh help out with the (laughs) the war effort um also um also long long fang was um was uh was um keeping secrets of everyone's in his office. Oh yeah, he and it all fits intercepted in this all tiny the chest. Yeah, <laughs> I know that it didn't mean that, but also it did no. mean that. And it's like, well, I mean, they've been there a month at this point, at the very least. So, assuming that's a month worth of stuff, I don't know. Maybe if it's crammed to the brim. I mean, how but... many little baby chests do they have? You know. Uh. Plus, how many people do they really have right on a regular basis, even? Because, I mean, they've been flying off everywhere, probably not giving out addresses left and right. But <laughs> Okay, I will talk about my problem with this later, but, but it's a problem that is solved really easily. Okay. okay. So, so it turns out Toph's mom wrote, wrote Toph a letter. She is in the city and wants to see her. Um, Toph, hmm. your mom knows you're blind and knows you can't read why is <laughs> yeah. she writing you a letter well maybe so maybe she assumed she was with somebody else and the other person could read it for her um i don't think so i don't think Toph's mom thinks that at all i don't think Toph's mom thinks the Toph can do anything i that's don't think Toph correct. would write her a letter that's correct but <laughs> she's parental love starved right now so she's not really thinking about it yeah um Toph sure really loves her parents yeah. Toph, like like i don't fault Toph for thinking mm-hmm. but i'm very happy that like Toph's mom didn't actually write a letter because yeah. this makes a lot more sense which is sad um I agree. um appa had yeah. a letter on his on his horn for Aang. Um, it is from it is it, it is from the guru who is gonna teach him how to like assist in the avatar state. Or control the avatar state. Yeah. Um um Sokka and Sokka and Katara didn't get a letter. Um but they got but some they correspondence have some cor- about their hot yeah. dad. Yep, about their really hot dad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We get next episode. <laughs> dad. Yeah, hot dad. Um, uh, yeah. So everyone's super excited and super happy. And uh, oh, I like the part where Aang's uh, talking about how a guru wants to help him with the avatar state. <laughs> Saga's like, what's a guru? Some kind of poison blowfish? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so they all agree that it's probably best that they split up. Katara split up, decides- gang. <laughs> yep. Toph's gonna go see her mom and Ba Sing Se. Aang and Sokka are gonna go together to go drop off to drop off Sokka at his dad's and then he's gonna go see the guru. Katara agrees to stay behind, in which case Sokka's reaction 
is to, to this is so adorable and really sweet. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's like, you're the greatest sister ever. <laughs> Thanks. I am. <laughs> yeah. Um, I love these sibling moments where they me act too. like siblings. Yeah. Be, it's be really because, sweet. Yeah. Because there's, uh, there's a mix of digs that only siblings can do. And then there's like moments like these where, where they really love each other. Agreed. So they're all packing up, all ready to go. Um, Aang is, is feeling like this is the time to confess my feelings to Katara because we're all on a high right now. <laughs> Yeah, before so Osaka comes to cockwalk it yeah <laughs> I wrote that down too yeah. <laughs> yeah I wrote three bullet points in a row aw Sokka's reaction to getting to see his dad and the next one was aw Sokka the cockwalk and then third one was <laughs> aw the group hugs they all live happily ever after dot 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 <laughs> yeah the, the, the group hugs adorable Sokka at first doesn't really want to do the group hug because he's a manly man yeah. But then he comes around really, mm -hmm. really quickly. And um, uh, just icing on the cake, as soon as they're about to take off, uh, they some guards mentioned, oh, hey, we got some Kiry Kiyoshi warriors here. Sokka's super three. excited. Like, oh my god, Asuki! Yeah, there are three Kiyoshi three warriors coming. Three. It's like, okay. And then, like, Sokka just, just talks about how, like, awesome they are, how they're super, super trustworthy. <laughs> um. <laughs> But but like bye. I'm not. I'm not gonna stick around to see. Suki. We'll welcome them as honored guests. Like oh god. Okay, so it's great, but it's great though. It's fine because everything's happy. Everything's looking up. It's awesome. So yeah, you know, um, Aang and Sokka are flying together, and they have girls. <laughs> girls are waiting for us. Yeah, a girl worth fighting for. Fighting for. <laughs> yes. I want her paler than the moon. With eyes like that's why I like science stars. <laughs> yeah. Uh and Sokka just just to top all this happiness off is like everything's gonna work out perfectly for now on and forever. Like Yeah, which yeah, famous great. Words. Great, yeah. <laughs> so immediately after that, we cut to like three bombshells. So first one is <laughs> We cut to Long Fang in prison, and the Dai Li come over to him. It's like, hey, and so this like twelve, like like a twelve class, twelve star meal. Yeah, <laughs> not even like a four star, five star meal. It's just, oh, this is the this is art on on a plate. Mm -hmm. Pretty much, um, yeah. And she's like, so we want to let you know that while the Royal Guard and the Council of Five are loyal are loyal to the King. Dylee's got your back, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay, that's not great. You know, as like evidence by this amazing food. I just couldn't get over how fancy the food was. It was I pretty was... fancy. It looked pretty good. I was, like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, this is not prison food. No, they feed all the prisoners that. It is the upper ring after all. <laughs> oh, crap. These are the I want to see what the dogs eat. I know. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Um, yeah, so it's like, okay, well, that's a setback, but you know, I'm sure everything else is fine. <laughs> Cuts it <No>. off, <laughs> going to visit her mom. She goes in, it's kind of shady, it's super dark in there. <laughs> and sure enough, she's ambushed by the uh, by Shifu and um, what's the other guy's name? Ah, uh, shoot, dang it, the 
earthbending instructor from the Blind yeah. Bandit episode. Yeah, who's Ooh. been traveling with uh, something like that. And he's been traveling with the MC of Earth Rumble Six. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the two amigos, best friends. Yeah, yeah, oh. <laughs> for real. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So um, they captured they are probably really happy that this worked. Oh yeah, they're ecstatic. <laughs> like, I can't believe she fell for that. Also, <laughs> for how long were they waiting there? Right. Like when did that? Right. Because how long ago was this letter? <laughs> Did they write some correspondence back before she went over there? Like, hey, I'm on my way over type deal? Maybe? Yeah, but then who would read it to Toph? Toph's blind. Toph can't read. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe the Earth King helped her write it. <laughs> okay, uh, the Earth... I'm pretty sure the Earth King doesn't know how to read. Because that would really <laughs> interfere with yeah. with what the Daily wants. If like... If like the Earth, the Earth King was actually Bell, he would like read the entire castle's worth of books, which would be very bad. For yeah, him. those great. um those glasses are a hundred percent for show. Absolutely, faux show. Um, yeah. So Toss captured. Faux yeah, faux show, faux show. <laughs> yep, Toss captured in a metal box. So guess she's not getting out of that anytime soon. That's not great, but you know, I'm sure everything will be absolutely fine by the start of next episode, right? Oh no! And then we get <laughs> the Kiyoshi we get the Warriors. Kiyoshi Warriors. Here they are. They're here. I'm so excited. It's Suki, right? <laughs> and then <laughs> they All lift their heads them. up. <laughs> All three of them at the same time, and it's kind of creepy. Yeah. And this was just like, we are the Earth King's humble servants. <laughs> and then just close up on her <laughs> golden. Just wolf eyes. Oh, no. And this is great because this is like, well, I guess we know who won that fight back in Oppa's Lost Days that we didn't get to see. <laughs> Shit. Oh, which, which is part of the preview. Mm-hmm. Which I kind of wish it wasn't part of the preview. Like, if they can assume that kids will be able to remember that Oppa bit Long Fang in the previ- previous episode, which was... That I, wasn't in the preview, right? It I wasn't. Don't think it was. Yeah, the yeah. Oppa bite thing that wasn't in the preview, but I feel like this would be because I mean, I don't know about the other kids, but I was curious who won that fight for a while. <laughs> yeah, like I'd remember it, or I'd put two and two together when Azula and her angels show up. So or Ozai's angels show and up. And it's and it's scarier because we don't see Suki for a long time. Yeah. You don't see her till like the toward the end of book three, which is crazy. It's just like, oh my god, where? Yeah, what happened? Um, yeah, but let's just say twelve year old me screaming at the TV the last two minutes of this episode. <laughs> just no, no, no. no. <laughs> it's just like three bombshells, all of them bad. Yeah, don't know how they're gonna get out of that one. And that wraps up the episode. Yeah, even though the ending was so good, I f- I feel like the Earth King plot was just so shoehorned, so poor. I agree. That that, that that that's why this is this is the worst episode of this book. Not to say that it's bad. I mm-hmm. give it like a C. Yeah, C plus maybe. Yeah, it has moments. Some mm-hmm. moments are definitely like yeah it. the opening opening fight um zuko stuff 
Wonderful. And uh, the last two minutes of this, I thought were pretty good. Yep. Um, yeah. But everything else in between is just sort of a mixed bag. Like, hey. yeah, it really feels like a setup episode, which I understand that you're going to have to have a penultimate episode. Like, if you watch a lot of shows, there's always that episode that's acting as the setup for hopefully the bomba- the more bombastic finale. But. Season, but you but can still have it. Book one did that, too. Yeah, and correct. It was a good episode. Correct. The water being master. I was I wrote that down too. Cause it's like that one I had my problems with that one as well, but it w- I think it was a lot more engaging and it didn't feel like a setup episode. It like I wasn't distracted by how setup y and exposition y everything was in in that one. Cause I think since that setup was all about like establishing uh the North Pole and the Northern Water Tribe and stuff even, because we hadn't been there yet. And, you know, just the establishing the fact that Katara is going to be like a full-on master by next episode because there's a little bit of a time leap. Um, I don't know. It just felt more organic. So I didn't feel like I was being exposited to the whole time versus this one. There's a lot of standing around and talking slash recapping things that I already know. So... Like, I mean, like, Sokka's speech is good, but at the same time, I'd be lying if I didn't say that part of it felt like, uh, here's an in-review, kids, for those of you who don't remember why we're here in Ba Sing Se in the first place, <laughs> because the B- Day of Black Sun thing is upon us, and firebenders are going to lose their bending, so keep that in mind, and all this stuff that you should already know by now. Yeah. But, yeah. Everything that they should already know. Mm-hmm. But, I... the, Yeah. I think this episode could have been saved by by reordering things. I think that that if they actually got Appa back at the end, right before they end up splitting up, and if there was something along the lines of the reason why um the Earth the the Earth King turned on Longfang was because of Appa, because he's such a like animal lover mm-hmm. that I think that if that if Appa some that that if Aang somehow went to him trying to get Appa back, um, Longfang's like we don't have Appa, blah blah blah. But then it turns out that they do. I think that might be enough of a motivation for the Earth King to really turn on Longfang. Specifically because he starts to trust Aang once 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 Bosco, his 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 bear bear, um uh starts starts like licking him, you know? Like I think if they did something like that, it might have felt like less setup y, like more I don't know. Yeah. More I, I substantial. Think... Mm-hmm. I I see what you mean. I agree with that. Not like, necessarily that, but something where it's a bigger turn. And, and I mm-hmm. think you stop it there. Yeah. Like, it just it felt really rushed in trying to cram it all into this episode. And not even. Like, to me, it's weird because I feel like the first 15 minutes of this episode feel like one plot or one episode and then the last five minutes feel like a totally different thing where it's like the last five minutes 
is a lot of setup leading into the finale, especially. And it's like, okay, well, the main conflict of trying to convince the Earth King is over after like 15 minutes in. So now we got to <laughs> try to use all that yeah. remaining time to transition into the finale. This but. this episode is called The Earth King, but, but I don't end up remembering anything about the Earth King parts at all. The only parts that I that I remember normally from this episode are all of the Zuko parts where he has his magical realism sickness. That's so funny. Um and then yeah. <laughs> it it's just so stupid. Um and then and then the the final reveal where it's where it's oh no um the Kyoshi warriors are actually Azula and Co. Those are yep. the those are the two biggest moments that I that that I end up rem- remembering from this episode, and like putting in put put putting in Toph being 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 captured. Um, normally I don't focus on Toph being captured that moment. I focus on Toph in in like the metal cage being like after she's captured not so much the moment of her being captured but i don't remember the earth king at all because it because it's nothing for the plot it doesn't matter (laughs) agreed i know it like it feels like it's it is in a different it's it's in a different episode when i Mm -hmm. in my memory like the earth king stuff seems like it happens at another point because be because normally with avatar both of the plots might be really different but they really commingle they have the same themes they have kind of stuff going on or or it is directly zuko's chasing after the gang Mm -hmm. but 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 here both of the plots are totally different yeah they don't feel similar at all no it's a lot (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah. The good news is, uh, this episode does set up. This ep- yeah, this episode's done, <laughs> and it sets up like two of the best episodes of the whole series, as far as I'm concerned. Really good. Yeah, so freaking good. Of course, we are talking about. We've made it to the end, y'all. We're talking about book two, chapters nineteen and twenty, the Guru and the Crossroads of Destiny. I am so excited and so terrified to talk about that those two episodes because a lot of crap happens in them and they hurt my heart (laughs) terribly. Oh my god, Zuko. Oh what are you talking about? Zuko turns over a new leaf though. He went through the metaphorical sickness stuff and he's all better. He's perfectly fine. I mean, he did turn over a new a new leaf. It just was covered in crap. (laughs) Oops. <laughs> wrong, uh, wrong leaf. Oops. Yep. Uh, but we will see that next time. Yep. And until then, stay flaming. Bye, guys. <laughs>